You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Man, oh man. My mouth is way too close to the microphone right now. I'm letting the funk die down, alright? I'm letting the funk die down. You, you <clears throat> We want the funk. We don't want to disrupt the funk. There it goes. It's fading. It's fading. Maybe a little too long on that intro. It's fine. Man, I got kind of a sore throat today. I didn't realize until I just started talking. I don't talk to anybody all day because I'm a lonely son of a bitch, and we'll talk about that later. And I'm about to get way lonelier. So much has happened. I took a few months off from the podcast (sighs) to do some soul searching. And, you know, honestly, I'm going to take a drink of water real quick. Hang on. I know. You're like, I didn't press play to listen to you drink water can you just edit that out no no i can't okay i can't do it i mean i can do it i'm just not gonna i'm deliberately disrespecting you and wasting all of your time why would you even click play why would you want to listen to anything i've got to say for the next hour why i'm a total douchebag i'm a total jerk i'm a total asshole right (laughs) i'm sure some people out there might think that Personally, I think I'm a nice guy. I really do. So much has happened since the last time I hit record and uh, talked into this windscreened microphone and all that good stuff. And, you know, my voice comes out of my my mouth and goes into through the windscreen, into the microphone, through this blue cable that plugs into the interface. It goes through that and that goes into the computer and it goes into this program and then I save it, and then it goes into this system that I have that I pay for every month to do a fun podcast, and then it goes into uh, your ears, and that's that's a really crazy freaking uh, process if you really think about it. Let's sit here and think about it. Let's just be quiet and think about it first. No, I'm not going to do that. So much has happened in these last few months. I don't even know. Hang on. i got to get on my little... Uh, system here that oh yeah my car payments due today fantastic didn't even think about that I'm, I'm glad uh i'm glad you people reminded me thank you the last time was january 4th and it is march 16th as of this morning uh wow that's uh two months off and you know what i need that sometimes we've done 74 of these episodes the first brandon bishop podcast was uh, let's see, holy crap, all the way back in June 14th, 2019, four years coming up in June, we should have a big party on June 14th, we'll do a, we'll do a, a, a just a big party, it's an anniversary party, our, what is that, 20, 21, 22, 23, our four year anniversary, wow, it's the big one, we should do that, we should all have cake, 
we should all dress up in, in outfits and costumes, maybe do a little cosplay or, you know, get, I can bring my furry buddies, you know, the ones that dress up as stuffed animals. <laughs> the last episode got, holy crap, 1.6 thousand total downloads. Click for details. Damn, dude. What you guys listen to? Okay. That's crazy, man. Uh, and wow, like in the this month, this month, let me see that is two, yeah. 2023, we had uh 82 downloads or listens, it says. 82 in, in the month where I haven't done anything. That is weird. Let's see what the lowest month I've ever had was. And that was November 2020. I had seven listens in November. <laughs> I don't think I was doing the podcast at that point. Yeah, because it has like these mountains and stuff, like these little line that goes way up. Let's see what the most I ever had. 1,020. Wow, dude. Now it's February 2020. I had, and I was just like... Oh, that was uh, one week. Holy crap, dude. Who's listening? I don't get a lot of interaction on, like, then again, I don't really have a lot of places. I have a Brandon Bishop podcast Facebook page. Holy crap. I didn't even know all these, like, uh, all these analytics were even here. Damn, dude. Okay. Oh, it tells you how many new subscribers you get. I didn't even know I had subscribers. Wow, how many subscribers do I totally have? 707 current subscribers. That's crazy. Who are you people? Talk to me. Ask me more questions. I I seriously, I mean, I got a lot to talk about today. I don't think I'm going to answer any. I, I'm going to answer one question. And I actually posted something on Facebook about it because I keep getting this question all the time. And let's just talk about that now. Wait, what is this? Top episodes. What are my top episodes? Oh, the Bobby Brown episode. That was one of our, that was episode one where we interviewed Bobby Brown, you know, the cherry pie girl, of course, Stephen Piercy interview, which never happened. Um, <laughs> it's that, oh no, it wasn't the interview. It was, uh, oh, we talked to Heath Slater, Heath Miller, whatever you want to call him from impact wrestling. Um, that had, wow, no way. 1,997 listens to that episode. And the Bobby Brown one had 2,102 listens. That's nuts. I don't see any of this stuff. I've never seen this analytics page. I just literally found it like on my PodServe page or whatever. And most of you listen on mobile apps. Some of you listen on desktop browsers. Desktop app. I don't even know what that is. Smart home. Uh, Mobile browser. Okay, whatever. I'm bored with you now. Oh, it tells you what states listen the most. California's in the lead. Uh, New York's second, of course. Florida's third. Colorado's third, uh, fourth. That's where I live. Ohio is fifth. Who's listening to me in Ohio? Texas is uh, sixth. Oklahoma, seventh. Michigan is eighth. Virginia's ninth. Okay, this is this is fascinating. United States is, you know, in the world. I actually have listeners in Russia? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what is this? Okay, now this is very interesting. These are the top states. 
that wait, I don't see Russia anywhere now. View more. Okay. This is incredible. Okay, now I want to know. United States is obviously the first place for listens. Second by Spain. I have 47 subscribers in Spain. What why? The United Kingdom would be third. Canada is fourth. Ukraine is fifth. I mean, I only have I have 27 people in Ukraine. And that may be because I interviewed um, Alina on the show once. So I can see where that came from. Iran? Islamic Republic of Iran is next. I don't know what number I'm on. It doesn't say the number. It just has them in order. And I have 17 subscribers in Iran. That's awesome. And I think I've talked about Iran before because every Iranian person that I know that is from Iran, they're like the nicest people I've ever met. So love you guys if you're listening in Iran. That's great. I'm, I'm sure I've lost a lot of subscribers. Oh, no, this is current. So I don't know how many I had before I took two months off, but almost three months off. Sing- Germany is next. Singapore. Japan, I have... What does that say? 13 subscribers in Japan. United Arab Emirates, I have 13. Mexico, I have 12. India, I have 12, which we're going to talk a little bit about India, if if I remember. Then it goes Australia, Chechnya, Russian Federation. I have 11 subscribers in Russia. I don't know who you are, but I'd I'd love to talk to you. Can you even like FaceTime me or what, what is it? Not FaceTime, but Zoom or something? Is that still they, they letting you have that? I feel bad for the people in Russia. I really do. It's not them. It's their shit freaking government. Uh, anyway, then it gets into like, you know, 11 subscribers in France, 11 in Brazil, 11 in Egypt, 11 in. Okay, who are? Uh, come on. Talk to me, people. Uh, I mean, if you're subscribed, then that means you get a notification when I do new episodes, right? So please. Talk to me. Senegal, I have one subscriber. Algeria, I have one subscriber. Poland, I have one subscriber, which is weird because I know Polish people and I feel like I should have more. Denmark, St. Lucia, I don't even know where St. Lucia is. The Philippines, I have one. Austria, one. Slovakia, one. Honduras, one. Netherlands, one. Hong Kong, one, which is part of China. I don't know why it's separate. Um... This is nuts, man. I didn't even, I had no idea these analytics were here. So anyway, what is going on outside? I'm hearing beeping and construction noises. Of course, right when I hit record, that's when all hell breaks loose and everybody wants to, I'm here, I'm just look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm noisy. You hear that? Okay, that's enough. Stop it. And as soon as that goes off, a car alarm will go off. Then somebody thumping shitty music will go off. And then, you know, the neighbors will start pounding on the walls. And then, yeah. Okay, let's talk. What was I going to talk about? Uh, <laughs> I'm already like, what, 15 minutes into this thing. And I'm, I haven't said anything yet. What, what the hell was I going to talk about? I, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I gotta, okay, I'm 11 and a half minutes into this. Anyway, I'm, that, that analytics stuff is kind of exciting, and it is our first show back after a little bit of a vacay, and I'm excited. So uh, let's, let, let's chat about everything that's going on in this guy's life. There's crazy things that are about to happen. There's crazy things happening right now. Um, the first, I was going to answer that question. The question is, 
and this is the only question I'm going to answer today, is being single in your 40s, late 40s in my case, very late 40s, uh, is it a red flag? And there's different variations of this question. There's been, I'll say I've been asked this question, and I, and I found it kind of insulting. Not really. I'm not a freaking thin-skinned dude. Nothing insults me. You could say whatever you want. I don't care. I've heard it all, and I've said worse. So, bleh. But as being uh, single, and, and I'm kind of lumping this in with, why are you single? Everybody, that's like the go-to question. It's almost kind of a lazy question. Um, it's like people just want to ask something, and they're like, what should I ask? Uh, are you single? Why are you single? Is being single in your 40s a red flag? So I'm just going to put it all under that question. I'm going to stick it all under that banner. Yeah. <laughs> but No. Nothing's a red flag, in my opinion. I mean, what is a red flag? Let's let's start there. What is a red flag? When I'm when when I'm like feeling a little lonely, and maybe I'll download a dating app, which I'll quickly delete, usually within an hour. Um, or if I meet somebody and they're talking, like red flags for me are someone who really needs me. Does that make any sense? Like, if you really, really need me. Like for financial reasons, for a place to live, for a ride, for money, for all of these things. If you really desperately need me and not so much, and I'm not feeling so much as as if you want me, I don't want to be anybody's answer for anything outside of fun, love, amazing sex. I mean, the best you'll ever have. And just companionship and conversation. That's, that's all I want to be for somebody. Yes, things come up. If things work out, yeah, we'll share bills and things like that and life stuff. And if you got kids, then, you know, mine are now apparently grown and doing whatever. But it's, you know, then, yeah, well, I'll be there for the kids. I'll be super Brandon. I'll be your best friend, kiddo, and all that stuff. But if you seriously need me, that is like... You're standing on the top of Mount Fiji with a red flag the size of a football field and it's waving that thing back and forth in the wind. Oh, no, I'm not your guy. I'm not. I'm not your guy. I have said this many times, but I have 30 years at best. I'll be 75 and no, what am I talking about? I'll be 80 <laughs> in, in 30 freaking years, man. And I know you may think 30 years is a long time, but it is not at all. Trust me, these years are flying by right now, and they get faster and faster. And they're about to get even faster because nonstop adventure is on the docket for me, and it's going to be every day this crazy stuff going on. I, I, I want to have fun for these last Let's say 20 years, okay? I'll be 70 in 20 years. 70! How did this happen? Oh, mort- mortality is in sight. The end is closing in. You know, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is... <laughs> it's blinding at this point. So, you know, I'm, I want to have fun. I want to travel. And we're going to talk about that as well in a second. I just... But listen, I am not, here's, I'm vastly uh, in love, easily. It happens. And there are, you know, I have 
pieces of my heart that I've put on little hooks and, you know, cast it out into the ocean as bait and just, you know, especially in the direction of, I'm not going to say who, but, you know, boom, there it is. I'm reeling it slowly and hoping to catch a bite and I, and I don't. Okay. And, and when you don't, you have to look inward. You don't blame them. I, I get hit on all the, and I'm not bragging. I'm really not, but I'm just explaining. I get hit on all the time by people that I'm just not that attracted to. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm human. What do you expect? Oh, no, shut up. Okay. For every person who is, you know, offended because I'm not attracted to you or anyone's not attracted to you, then you need to look at yourself and say, Hey, what can I do to be the best version of myself to where I deserve somebody as awesome as the person that I'm trying to, you know, garner attention from? That is what I do. When I'm casting that, <laughs> I'm not a fisherman. I, I, I've never went fishing in my entire life for the most part. So, um, but when I'm out there, you know, <laughs> with, with pieces of my heart as bait, bobbing up and down and trying to catch the attention of this person I'm stupid about. If they don't bite, it's not their fault. They're just not hungry for what I'm offering. And I'm, um, I'm, I'm older now and I, and I get it. I get it now because again, there's people casting in my direction and I'm just like, <laughs> no, no, thank you. I think you're awesome. Thank you. I'm flattered. I truly am. But, and it, and, and again, I'm not being boastful here whatsoever, but it happens constantly with the emails and the uh, emails. Oh my God. Nobody has ever email hit on me through an email unless it's spam, uh, like the Facebook messages and, you know, Instagram and, and just, I'm on TV, you know, I, I own a network. I do cool stuff. I was a pro wrestler. I was in the army. I did, you know, I, I still sing and record songs in a band, um, which I, actually, I'm going to play you a song to end this episode. A couple of them, actually. Uh, brand new songs that I'll explain it later. Anyway, I'm just not, you know, I get it. I'm sorry I'm not attracted to you for any number of reasons. It could be, I I am very, very particular. And here here's the problem with me. I... <laughs> Again, it sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm really not. I've always kind of had my choice. I was addicted to women for many decades. Not anymore. I'm probably the most respectful, polite, kind, desperate um, <laughs> person you'll ever meet uh, these days. But back then, I used to treat women like disposable freaking razors. And am I proud of it? No. Does it make me kind of laugh a little bit? And here's the thing. Many of them were using me as well. Okay? I'm not talking about innocent little, you know, church-going, awesome, amazing women that were just, oh, you know, I just need to find a man and I thought it was you. And No, 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 no. Not at all. A lot of these women were just as trashy as I was. Trust me. It's, it's, and they'll admit it to you. I'm still friends with a lot of them, but it's a, it's, it's a different day and age now. You know, back then I thought I was hot shit today. I think I'm just hot shit.
Okay. <laughs> Spoken in different terms entirely. Uh, back then I did, I thought I was, you know, nature's gift to women. Now I'm like, you know, nature's gift to freaking takeout food and, and Grubhub. I, Oh, I'm not thrilled with the shape that I'm in right now. I'm almost back to 260 pounds and that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I don't want nobody to see me freaking naked right now. Are you kidding me? That would be awful. Like I would just be sucking my gut in and puffing my chest out and trying not to fart at the same time. And it, it's not okay anymore. And for me to look at like, let's just call her, uh, I mean, what's a good name? Um, Mila, I've always had a crush on Mila Jovovich. So there it is. Uh, let's call her Mila. Okay. Mila, I am just, God, you are everything. I love just being with you, hanging out with you, looking at you, thinking about you. I love all of that stuff. And Mila is just freaking perfect. And I'm sitting here looking at myself going, oh, God, no, she's not going to want to be with that. Like, if I saw me and that together walking down the street, I'd be like, what the freaking hell is she doing with that dude? Okay? And in my mind, I'm still, you know, that I, I still have that shred of confidence that I am, you know, what I used to be. And I'm just not. You know, you, grow, you get older. Okay, I get it. And I'm not, I'm not sad about it. I'm not upset with it. It is a little depressing when you're like, dude, we could have such a good thing. And then you're like, I would have a really good thing. She would just be like, okay, he's really nice and he takes really good care of me. But um, <laughs> I get it. I totally get it, man. I've been that shallow asshole really badly for the first three and a half decades of my life. Okay. I was that shallow asshole. I'm the guy who used to get off a stage, you know, after performing and just pick two women, whether they knew each other or not and say, Hey, we're all going home together. What do you think? And they eight out of 10 times they would. That has happened. Okay. Ah, and these were like the hottest chicks in the club easily. I just go up to not 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 always two of course but you know even just ten years ago I would just hey what are you guys doing I remember these two girls came and I came okay here's a funny side story and I really <laughs> I got a lot of mixed emotions about this because a I felt like such a stud it's like one of the coolest moments of my life like just verbally speaking I felt like the Fonz okay like from Happy Days I felt like Fonz are really and I was a dick and I feel bad and I was funny and it's like all these different things. So I'm with this girl that I, here's the thing. I was doing a wrestling show. I was wrestling that afternoon evening and then it was my promotion. So I ran the promotion. I set it up all night. Boom. Set up the whole production, set up the ring, blah, 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 blah. We do the show. I wrestle early and then I leave it with my, uh, my staff to, you know, tear everything down. But I was in Colorado Springs, and I drove an hour and a half up to Denver, where my band was playing the same night, where I had to sing for three freaking hours and dance on stage. That's the kind of shape I was in. That's the kind of confidence I had in myself as a human being to accomplish this, and I did. And it was great. And I got on stage literally as the freaking show started. Walked right on stage. Boom, here I am. And I made the mistake of saying, and, and then a, a girl that was at the wrestling show that I was 
not dating, but just kind of flinging with. She drove up an hour and a half, and it was her birthday. Keep that in mind, okay? So a bunch of the wrestlers come up, and they all knew her, and they bought her a cake and everything, and it's her birthday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to sing happy birthday to her on stage. Actually, I was going to sing Fuck Her Gently by Tenacious D on stage. And uh, that's just instead of any occasion that instead of that song, I would sing this song instead. And it was always funny. But, um, the first thing I said on stage was like, man, I've never done this sober before. And I used to drink only when I was on stage. That's the only time it just loosened me up. And I've never really been much of a drinker outside of that. And for the last 10 years, I think I've had maybe 20 drinks. That's, and that's all social stuff. Never drunk. Anyway, so <laughs> I say that on stage and I'm like, Hey, I'm uh, I've never done this sober before. And it was a good crowd. And that's when the drinks just started flying at me. Everyone like, I remember this big dude come up. Hey, what are you drinking? I'm like our uh, rumple mints and a, and a beer. Gotcha. Cool. So then, you know, people see that. And then I probably commented or something like, all right, man, we're going to get this thing started. I'll be drunk by the end of the first set. Ha, ha, ha. And then the, the shots just kept coming, fireball shots and green things and clear things. And, and just like probably five beers during that first hour set or 45 minute set, whatever it was. And we did three sets. So, you know, I'm there all night, <laughs> 15 minutes in between each set to take a break. It, 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 it just kept coming and coming. I must have taken, like I said, probably five beers and probably eight or nine shots. Not making this up. And I am not a heavy drinker. So <laughs> by the end of that first set, I was effing toast. Like just gone. I went from sober to toast. Like burnt toast in 45 minutes. So, you know, after that, there, you know, the, my friends that came up, and <laughs> the girl that I was with, you know, the, the friends are like, hey, when are you going to sing to her? When are you going to sing to her? I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot. I forgot. I got to tell the band. Okay, I'll do it in a second set. And um, <laughs> I'm just kind of wandering around. It was at X Saloon, E-C-K. I think it's called something different now. But so I'm wandering around, kind of in a fade. I'm not even paying any attention to this girl. I'm, I completely forgot she was there at this point. I, I, I barely knew my name. I'm sitting here going, oh, shit. And, and you get that little panic when you have something important to do, like sing for another two hours, and you're just like, wow, I am freaking gone. Like, oh, no, this is bad. But, you know, it's one of those automatic automatic things. It just, I, I got through the second set. I didn't screw anything up too bad. And it was actually a lot of fun, but the drinks kept coming. And I didn't pay for any of these drinks, okay? These are coming from the, the fans, the crowd, the people. And I think that same big guy kept just blasting me with shots. And of course, you know, your cool rock star guy, you got to take them all. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So I forget to sing happy birthday to her again. Right. (laughs) Now people are getting a little antsy with me because they were probably planning on leaving before the third set and that's whatever. But I'm like, Oh damn it. I can't believe I forgot. I'm sorry. I've been drinking a little bit. And, and then these uh, these two really, really cute girls were just kind of like dancing in front of the stage during the break before our third set. And I'm just looking at them like, oh, damn. 
And then out of nowhere that we all kept caught eye contact, like all three of us caught eye contact. These two beautiful girls. And I'm, uh, <laughs> she comes up to me and, uh, they come up to me and they're like, I don't remember which one said it was a dark haired girl and a blonde girl and just so cute. And they're hanging on each other. And I was just like, Oh God damn, they're beautiful. And one of them says, do you got a girlfriend? And I'm like, no. He goes, do you want one? And I went, no, I want two. And then they just kind of laughed at each other. And I was like, and it worked. It worked. Like literally after the show, I drove straight up hammered drunk about, they only lived about two, three miles from the club, but it, with them like in the passenger and one in the back seat, we're all making out. I'm not even watching the road. I don't, I remember it distinctively. I remember like leaning back to make out with the girl in the back seat while I'm still driving straight and I actually went off the road into the grass and all this shit. Stupid, stupid asshole. It's probably one of the top five stupidest things I've ever done in my life. I'm not bragging about this. Okay. We made it to their house. I parked on their lawn. I, <laughs> oh, I mean, you have to laugh. Otherwise, I'd just, you know, kick my own ass for it. But, and then all night, and then the next morning, it was just the three of us having this ridiculous, decadent, awful, you know, not awful. What am I saying awful for? It was quite awesome from what I remember. I remember throwing up in the middle of it, like getting up, going to the bathroom and just throwing up all over their fucking bathroom <laughs> and then going back for more. Like, all right, I'm ready. Now. You know, I remember being pissed at myself because I'm like, oh, come on. I'm not going to get pass out and throw up and ruin this whole thing. And I mean, it wasn't my first like multi relationship thing, but it was, you know, still, it's not something you get every day. Uh, at least I don't. Uh, anyway, <sighs> never sang happy birthday to her. <laughs> and she saw me making out with these two girls. Oh my God, dude. Uh, what an asshole. Like just, I'm, I was the worst person. Like, huh. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, so this girl comes up to me, the one that came all the way up to see me. And keep in mind, I think she lived in Texas or something. I, you know, she literally was staying with me. <laughs> and I remember she came up, she was bawling her eyes out, and she had this birthday cake in a box. <laughs> and I felt so bad. But at the same time, I didn't because I was excited about these. Oh, my God. This is I'm, only reason I'm explaining this story is because that's the asshole that I was when I was addicted to women and treated them like freaking shake and bake bags. OK, I freaking. Oh, God, I would never do that right now. Not that that opportunity has presented itself. Maybe I would. I don't know. But. I just wouldn't. I don't think I would. No, if I was with somebody, there's no way. They get 100% of me. You know what I mean? I'd be like, thank you, girls. I appreciate it. Um, but that stuff used to happen all the time, especially in Detroit. But like now, though, it's just, you know, I, like I said, I'm in my late 40s, and I, I, I don't want that. No, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have two chicks at once. It has happened not too long ago, several times. But it's, I, <laughs> I'm just not, you know... I don't search for that. I don't, 
I'm not at the bars. I have not been to a bar in forever. Like, I don't even know what it would be like anymore. Uh, my bar scene that I loved is dead and gone forever, and I don't know what has replaced it, and I don't care to know what has replaced it. It sounds awful, uh, especially with modern music. It's garbage. I I can't. Like, modern, like, kids in their 20s are all shit, you know? So it's like, ugh, what am I, what am I doing now? That's not a thing. I may get into another band someday and, you know, (laughs) something like that may happen, but it'll be vastly different in a lot of negative ways, I imagine. But I'm a funny thing is I've never been happier in my own skin as far as who I am as a person. Um, And at this point, I've never been more miserable either. Like I'm having trouble just seeing my son and he was my whole freaking world for the last 16 years. And he's in high school. He's a teenager. He's doing all that stuff. He's got a, you know, much better family unit, you know, with his mom's side. And I have nothing but respect for all of them. Um, I've been lucky. I hear nightmare stories from friends about, you know, their exes and fighting over kids and all this shit. And I freaking hate it for them. I've never had that. And I've been lucky. I've had that with other people in the past. Um, that's a different story, but it's, uh, you know, I'm hardly a perfect person. I've never been anywhere near perfect uh, from birth to my eventual death. That will always be the case. But yet yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not, um, I was never aware of my imperfections before. Now I am. I never cared about but anybody, you know, and I still don't care what people think about me. That's not it at all. But if I'm going to be in a, in a unit with somebody and, you know, fall in love and share a life and share all of our time. And I want to be the very best version of myself. Amazing in, in physicality and in, in the shape I'm in and the health of, uh, you know, I don't want to be a fat piece of shit like I am right now, uh, which I'm going to fix. And for the second half of this whole episode, I'm going to talk about what is about to happen. Um, but mentally, financially, physically, emotionally, I want to be as good as I can get. I'll never be perfect. I don't want to be perfect. Um, perfect is subjective to begin with, but I don't feel like I deserve even the person that I'm in love with. I I don't think that I, (laughs) I just said I'm in love with her. That's funny. I don't know if it's love, but it's definite potential. Um, Man, I I'm I don't think I'm there. I don't want them to be, you know, I, I'm very self-conscious. And I've never been that way before. Because I just want someone to feel as, you know, I want someone to want, I want you to want me. Um, and it sucks because I, I, I inside of me, I got to sneeze. This is bad. I'm not going to edit this out. <coughs> You're welcome. This is reality, people. People sneeze, you know. I might even fart later. Hey, it's a free podcast. You get free farts and sneezes sometimes. Anyway, I just want someone to uh, want me. I want someone to miss me when I'm gone. I want somebody to travel with me constantly, nonstop, filming things. I want someone to hold the camera. I want someone to be on the camera. I want someone to learn how to edit if they don't already know. I want somebody who's got their own stuff going. 
you know, if I could find like a fellow van lifer, you know, girl who's out there doing her own YouTube shows and stuff like that. I mean, we could just travel together and hit every damn city. And at the end of the night, you go to your van, I go to mine, you know, (laughs) that would be so ideal. You know, I'm still very shallow. I am. I have only been with, oh my God, like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. And I admit it, I'm shallow. If I'm attracted to you, then you are probably extremely ridiculously beautiful. I don't, I used to, but I don't hit on women online that I think are pretty anymore. I, I've, we all fell into that uh, when the internet and, you know, Facebook and all this stuff was new. We'd all, hey, how you doing? Hey, I think you're beautiful. But, but you know, I've, I've probably sent out a hundred messages like that and I feel stupid for every single one of them. Here's the thing, though, like probably a quarter of them actually turned into something, um, whether it's a, you know, coffee or a taco date or, you know, rolling around in bed for a month. It, none of them turned into a girlfriend. And actually, a few of them did. But, you know, it's just it is what it is. And I'm just, ah, dude, I just I, and, and the way I look at relationships, I'm like, OK, I like where everything is heading. Do I want to change all of that? Because a relationship will. Do I want to have that person to call every night and be like, hey, I miss you, and this is where I am, and I'm just checking in? Um, my phone is going crazy right now. I missed a call from, I don't know, somebody. Anyway, um, do, do I really want to change everything up? just to add another soul to the mix. And maybe they got kids and I got to add more, you know, and spend that time away from what I do, which is a side TV, which is the upcoming adventure bot travel app, which is, you know, travel constantly, which I'm going to talk about here in like two minutes. I don't know if I want to change all that, but there I'm back and forth on it. There's so many pros and there's so many cons that it balances itself out and there's really no clear winner. Uh, I do get lonely as shit. I do miss having a teammate, you know, a partner that I can just uh, do this with. But, you know, I got to find that person who wants to do this. It's very selfish of me to say, oh, you know, whatever you have going on is cool. But, you know, I'm doing this. And if you want to be a part of me, you got to be a part of it. That's bullshit. You You can't ever expect anybody to drop what they're doing. And, you know, just, hey, let's go live in a van together. No, I'm, I'm a different kind of cat, okay? And, um, damn, it's, uh, it's, uh, anyway, I don't know. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. And I'm uh, a little too uh, preoccupied right now to talk about it. And you know what? I just realized something. And okay, we're going to put that question to bed. Boom. We talked about it for 30 freaking nine minutes. I'm done. Uh, I just realized something. Um, and I don't really want to talk about this because I'm the, the grieving is just about tolerable, if that makes any sense. We, we never get over things. And um, you can probably tell by the different tone of my voice already that I'm just like, okay, let's just get this, get this out. Um, Marcy J cat, uh, some of you have heard her in the background of this very podcast and seen her on the SI TV life YouTube show. And 
you know, if you know me, you know my cat. She's met thousands of people over the years. I've had her since, man, I found her in a tornado in Wichita Falls, Texas, while I was at work. She was a tiny little thing fit in the palm of my hand, or I was scabbed over. And uh, 19 years later, um, almost 19 years later, uh, she just passed away in February. And I didn't even realize that I've not said anything on this podcast because the last episode we did was in January. So I may have said something where, because um, we found out she was she had cancer on her tongue in December. So I may have said something on the last episode. I don't remember what the hell I talked about. Um, it was, oh, shit. It was like the hardest damn thing. And I know some of you are out there, oh, it's just a cat. You know, fuck you. <laughs> It, that was my uh, my partner in crime, man. My, you know, it was close to a family member, a child, whatever you want to call her, uh, as as a, as an animal could be. And eighteen and a half years, she was just there. I mean, she had no choice. But <laughs> that cat loved me more than I ever deserved to be loved. By anyone. Yeah. Anyway, I'm. Uh, I obviously I'm not gotten over it. I'm just. Um, I didn't realize that I, I have not done a podcast since that happened, and that's kind of one of the reasons I didn't want to just talk about this anymore. And I would have had to have. So Marcy J. Cat, <laughs> what a run we had. Um, Wow. Just like that, I'm like, feels like it was yesterday again. And it was over a month and a, a month and a week and a half. So I um, got rid of all of her stuff. I, did, I couldn't take the visual reminders. Only thing I have is a picture of her on the wall where her food dish was. And um, it still looks at me every day. And, you know, I still talk to her. So, oh man, why? <laughs> Shit, I wish I would have done an episode recent, more recently than this because I could have just gotten this out and not have to revisit it. Um, so I, she was, her tongue was bothering her like really bad, drooling really bad, like just, you know, fighting it, hard to eat, hard to drink. Otherwise she was fine. And that's what makes it even worse. Is because she was fine. Like if she didn't have that thing in her tongue, she'd be right here under the desk right now, probably meowing and me telling her to stop meowing and <laughs> running into the bedroom. And I love that cat. <laughs> I miss that baby girl. I do. I. Anyways, um, this is all on the Asai TV life. Uh, YouTube show, which you can go to the ASY TV, look it up on YouTube. You'll see the logo. Subscribe. And if you're morbid enough to want to know, you know, see me bawling my freaking eyes out every episode. Um, and actually the episode where I lost her and had to take her in. Um, the, the camera was the only person I had to talk to, you know, 
And I'm okay with that because I don't really like a lot of people seeing me like that. I mean, I can edit it, you know, in hindsight. It was much worse. Trust me, there was a lot more footage that was just uh, horrible, you know. And anyway, she bit, I don't know if she bit it or something, but she was bleeding everywhere. And just her tongue was bleeding everywhere. And her tongue was huge. And it was so bad. And she was suffering. And the vets, you know, I took her in. And they're like, look, we can do this now, or you can wait till Monday and spend the weekend with her. And I'm like, what's, so we just did it then. And the fucked up thing is she was so alert and kind of playing in the, in the, you know, little wait, the room, the whatever examination room. And, you know, at 8.30 a.m. on February 11th, they put her to sleep. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways to look at it. I can look at it like, wow, I had 18 and a half years with this amazing animal who, like I said, loved me so much. Severe anxiety when I had to leave, you know, and from, from both of us. Her spot was right over my heart, right on my left shoulder. She spent 18 and a half years there, so very grateful for all of that hate the way it had to end. I don't understand how she, you know, this cancer thing, I don't, just pops up, right? Pops up and takes people. There it is. Takes your pets, takes your parents, your kids, your freaking, it's shit. It's 2023 and we don't have a cure. I'm sure we do. It's just, there's no profit in it, right? Anyway, the only silver lining between losing my cat and my son big-timing me, you know, too cool for dad, which I did when I was his age, absolutely. I was a little older, and I thought I had a couple more years left. But the only silver lining about any of this shit The only reason I've been in Colorado, yes, it's a beautiful state, whatever. I like my little apartment. It's perfect because I'm on the road all the time and it's on the top floor and it's hidden in the back and it's, I like it here. I do. I hate my neighbors. I think they're shit. Um, I love my other neighbor, Terry. She's the one that took care of Marcy J. Cat when I was gone on the road and everything. And I'd been giving her plants and stuff and all these weird things as well as my maintenance guy, Mark. I've been loading him down with stuff I'm giving away. But the only silver freaking lining is I can go now. I can go. I'm free to roam. I mean, the I, I was here for my son. I had to have a roof. I had to um, provide. Okay, for the last eight and a half years, I've been in this apartment. It's the longest I've ever lived anywhere. And I've been going crazy because of it. I mean, it... it as much as I do like, I won't say like, I, much, I mean, I won't say love. I, I will definitely say like this apartment because it, it, it has everything I need. It has everything I needed for him. He had his own room. You know, it just I got a place to take a shower, take a poop, place to cook, place to do this, place to just be lazy and watch TV, big bed. I'm about to give up all of that. 
I'm giving it all away. Um, I mean, I'm putting everything in storage, everything I want to keep, I'm putting in storage, which I'm getting rid of. I'm getting rid of my couch tomorrow. Okay. There's, if you've ever seen the inside of my apartment, you've seen all the artifacts and all the souvenirs and, you know, family heirlooms and things like that and pictures and albums and just crazy museum of an apartment. Every inch of this freaking wall was just about covered. That's all down. It's all in boxes. Tomorrow I'm going out and getting a storage unit, probably like a 10 by 15 at one of like a place that I can afford. And over the next month and a half, I'm slowly going to pack the van with boxes and plastic tubs and whatever else I can shove in there and take it to the storage unit, lock it up. Boom. And on May 1st this year, (laughs) May 1st, 2023, my son is all, you know, grown up and doing his own thing. And my cat is gone. Unfortunately, um, I am moving out of this apartment and moving into my Dodge Grand Caravan. Not because I have to. I could stay here for the next 20 years. The bills are paid. I don't hate it here. I, I hate aspects of, about it here, but I, I'm just, I'm done with this chapter of my life, man. I'm done. I, I can't, I can. And some may say I should. I'm done. I'm done with this place. I I have to move on. Every day that I sit here and I wake up, like today, I was up to about three o'clock in the morning last night. Today, I woke up at 10, got up, made some coffee. I got a little floor bed in the living room where I just kind of chill out and relax. It's very comfortable. Watched a little YouTube, watched some Van City Van Life, some Jacob the Carpetbagger, and, you know, a couple things about this and that. And I get up and I go, well, hmm, let's go do a podcast. That's cool. So I'm doing a podcast. And after this, it'll be about three o'clock. I'll probably make lunch. Cool. Come back over here, do some editing for some TV show for a side TV, whatever I want to do. Okay. Then at night, Watch some TV, watch a movie, catch up on some emails. And then next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock at night. I'll stare at the fridge and try not to eat anything and ultimately fail and eat something. Oh, okay. And then I'll go to sleep around 2 o'clock in the morning after fiddling around. And (laughs) And that's it. I don't want that life. Okay. I don't. Yes. Of course I have to keep editing. That's part of my life. That's part of my job. It's, it's it's in my DNA now. Yes. Of course I'll always do this podcast, whether I take a couple months off, whatever. And, but I, I hate the laying around. I hate the staring at screens. I hate this stuff. And I'm not going to do it anymore. So I'm getting rid of these four walls and the ceiling and the floor. Uh, First of all, when I moved in here, it was 600 a month, all utilities included, okay? That's what I paid when I moved into this apartment eight and a half years ago. Guess how much it is now? Double that, $1,280 plus utilities, which are like 110 a month. So you're talking about like almost $1,300, probably more. I can't do math. 
um, a month for this little tiny two-bedroom apartment. No central heating, no washer and dryer, no balcony to, you know, have a grill on, no anything. I feel stupid for being in this apartment now. And I, and I understand people in LA and New York and, you know, all these, oh, that's nothing. That's, that's crazy price. That's so cheap. Yeah. Okay. For you, it is. Yeah. Great. Congratulations. But for Colorado Springs, that is ridiculous. And again, it's not about that, though. It's not about the cost of the place. I mean, there's a little principle involved with that, but it's just I don't want to be here anymore. This place reminds me of my son and my cat. That's all it reminds me of. And I don't, you know what? I'll always think about them. I'll always love my son. I'll be here in a heartbeat if he needs me for anything. But I've seen this kid four days since August of 2022 when we used to see each other three or four days a week for 16 years, for 15 years at that point. You know what? I, I'm not going to sit around and wait. I can't. I have to go where the love is, and the love is on that road, that never-ending road. I'm never happier than when I am behind the wheel of that silly little van, which I'm hoping holds up. I'm never happier when I'm sleeping in a Cracker Barrel parking lot, when I'm, you know, filming around the country. We have television shows for a side TV in every corner of the freaking country. And I made out a, and so this is going to change because we're filming a movie this, uh, <clears throat> this, um, this summer with Vinny and Luke out there in Gatlinburg and we're driving all the way to LA and it's craziness. But over the next, I'm, I'm going to spend six months on the road living in my van. And then I'm going to move to Michigan where my mom is, where my daughter is, where my grandson is, where I have a plethora of friends, where all the love is sitting, sitting there waiting for me and wanting me to be there. I don't feel wanted here. Not by my son, not by anybody. I'm alone here and I don't like it. Okay. I love being alone, don't get me wrong, but I don't like being alone 24 freaking seven every single damn day. I've not traveled since November at this point, and it's March. That's December, January, February, March. Four months. I've never, I've not been home for four months. I mean, yeah, little Denver trips back and forth, but whatever. I've not been away for four months in almost a decade. I'll say eight years since we started a site TV. I don't know what to do with myself. I have cabin fever in the worst way. I'm depressed as hell, okay? And I know that's not a term that I normally ever use. It's not something that I normally ever say. But all signs are pointing to, like, just really bad depression right now. I am sad. I'm just frozen. I lay around. My laziness is not something of my own design. It's just I'm forced into it. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. May 1st, when I pulled away from this apartment, that all ends. Of course, there'll be cons. Of course, there'll be troubles and, you know, mechanical troubles and financial trouble. Who knows? Who knows what's going to come? Somebody could hit me on day one. Who knows? But I have to take that risk because I'm miserable right now being in this now naked apartment. I've been packing for like the last couple of weeks. I've taken everything off the walls. I've given away hundreds of things. I've thrown away hundreds of things. Like literally, I just have the bare bones necessities. I'm like, I'm getting rid of this giant couch tomorrow. I don't need it. Selling it for 50 bucks to some single mom with kids. Cool. She's kind of cute too, but 
We'll see about that tomorrow. Um, <sighs> so yeah, van life, baby, mini van life at that. I got a giant ice co fridge. I don't know if I talked about them uh, since the last episode. I, I don't know what I talked about since then. Uh, ice co, the company sent me this, the ice co VL 60 freaking uh, huge fridge that's in my van now. Jackery sent me a 1000 uh, pro uh, portable battery. So that's going to power the, you know, everything I need. I'm taking my computer with me, the one I'm using right now. So I'll be able to do the podcast. I'm going to get Starlink, put that on top of the van when I need internet. Um, I've got, I got a plan. I've got a little bit of a savings. I've got just about everything I need. And we, we've been picking up a lot of sponsors, everything from stupid car tray to road pro to X suit to the perfect gene to Ryobi tools to air moto, smart air pumps to, uh, you name it. We've gotten a ton of new sponsors, uh, for a TV and I'll be able to film all of that stuff when I'm on the road. Cause that's all stuff that I need on the road. That's why I got them. And I have everything I need. I've been rehearsing for a year and a half, uh, not the last four months, but for basically a year, I rehearsed van life, half time, being on the road for a week or two weeks or three weeks at a time. And <clears throat> without the cat here to have to come home to, there is no home anymore. My home is that van. My home, my backyard is the entire United States and Mexico and Canada where I plan on going really soon. That's my backyard. That's my home. And I can't freaking wait, man. I, I've never been this excited about anything ever, except for maybe the birth of my son. Um, <laughs> that was, you know, probably the only thing I've been more excited about. I, <sighs> this is the next chapter. And I'm still going to do this podcast. I'll try to do it once a week. It's a little more difficult. I can't just sit down in my office area and, you know, hit record. I have to set up the computer and, you know, but I'll be editing and all that stuff. I got to do voiceovers and I'll bring this microphone. I'm bringing everything with me. And I, I just, I can't freaking wait, man. I, I wish I could tell you how excited I can't put it into words. I'm going to wake up every single morning to a new adventure and again, I don't want people to think, no, I'm not homeless. I'm not. I could stay here if I want to. I can afford anything, anywhere I want to live, I can pretty much afford. I'm okay. I don't need any concern. Uh, wish me luck, of course, but I don't need any you know, sympathies. It's not about that at all. It's about living a lifestyle that I have always wanted to live, that I have tasted and I love the flavor of. So here I go, you know, and I've got a month and a half. I'm trying to, I, I could leave right now. I could, I kind of want to, but I'm not gonna because I don't want to rush into anything. I'm just saving up money, making sure everything I have works. You know, the van itself is good and I got to put shocks and brakes. You know, all the, I got to do a lot of stuff. I got to get the Starlink thing. That's really important because if I can't edit on the road, then I have no career, okay? It's simple as that. Oh man, I'm just, uh, Soon as soon as Marcy J. Cat passed away, through the tears, I could see clearly what I needed to do. As soon as my son said, you know what, I'm more comfortable being here at my mom's house, 
because of school and everything. I've never done nothing wrong to that kid. I've spoiled that kid his whole life, and that could be the problem. But as soon as he said, you know, he just wants to be there while he's in school and all that stuff, again, through the tears, I could see clearly now, and I am gone. Um, I'm just out. Thank you, Colorado Springs, for every good thing that you did to me. Thank you to my son's mom for bringing me out here, rejuvenating my life, giving me just a new platform to, to exist on. But that was 17 years ago. And I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with this city. I'm done with, I'll, And I'll be here all the time, passing through, back and forth to the west, to the east. And Colorado will always be a stop because I want my son to know that I'm not leaving him. I'm just leaving I would never leave him, ever. I hope he hears this. I really do. I, I hope he hears this because, you know, the, I'm hurt beyond belief that, you know, I'm just not what I used to be in his life. And that sucks. You know, that really sucks. When you, and, and it's just one of those things as a parent and I'm a very emotional person, and you know we get that. I don't think that's a fault. Loving your son, <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Crying yourself to sleep because, you know, it's you normally pick him up on Sunday and you have him till Tuesday or Wednesday, and then that's just gone. It goes from four days to three days to two days to one day to no days. Uh, you know, and <laughs> I don't think that's a, a a bad thing to feel. I can't even talk about it, to be honest with you. Like the two hardest things that have ever happened in my life have happened simultaneously over the last couple months. I mean, not the two hardest things. I mean, losing my grandmother, losing Dave. You know, my mom's husband has cancer right now. And another reason I want to be stationed and based up there because I'd love to take care of both my mom and her husband. They're amazing, amazing people. My mom's my best friend, and I love her husband as if he was family, of course, and he is. But I'm just saying it's, and I would like to, you know, I didn't, I didn't know my daughter. You can go back to our previous episode where I interviewed her, but. I didn't know her for the first 22 years of her life. And now I get a chance to spend the next 20 knowing her and her son, my grandson. I got a grandson. So when my grandson's in his 20s, I'll be in, you know, 70. And like, we got all that time now. But I need to clear my head for the next six months and just get out and film as much stuff and see as much stuff around this country as possible and Canada and Mexico. And go crazy. You know what I mean? I, I love living in my van. I have no problem with that at all. I love it. I have to cramp, cram a bunch of more stuff into that van. I have a pile over here of stuff that, you know, goes to the van, not to mention everything that I'm looking at right now, this computer and just all that stuff. I got a lot to do. And, but I'm out of here and I'm happy to be out of here. I'm, I got something to live for at this point, And I always do but I have something selfish to live for. You have to be selfish people. You have to be. Otherwise you're just giving, 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 and no one's going to give you anything in return. You are so lucky if anybody just even, you know, I, <laughs> I've been spoiled. I have been, but I've never had a relationship like someone I was living with or in love with 
that ever gave me shit. I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I was never fulfilled by anybody that I was ever with. So I learned how to fulfill myself. I learned how to make my business be fulfilling. Aside TV. I've learned how to make my actual friendships be fulfilling. My relationship with my mom is fulfilling. And I want more. I want my daughter, Charlotte. I want Chance. I want everybody. I, I need more fulfillment. Business success, personal success, you know, family. I, I need that shit now. I never really cared too much about it. I always cared about it, but not as much as I do now. I need it now. And it's on the road. And I don't know what's going to happen after May 1st for those six months. And I may stay longer. I don't know. I promised my mom I'd be up there in six months and find a place to either reside or just a place to park the van and still live in the van. You know, I might buy land. I may put a tiny home on the land. I may, I may buy an apartment again. I don't know. I may buy a house. I can buy a house. I don't want one, but I may fall in love with somebody and they're with me. I mean, there's a million things that could happen. The question marks are everywhere. And I love question marks. They're motivating. They're exciting. So I'm going to keep in touch with everyone. Apparently there's people listening all over the world. (laughs) I didn't realize that. And I hope you all seriously uh, wish me luck. You come along with the, on the journey with me. I'm still going to do the podcast and I'm going to start probably doing the wrestling podcast. Cause here's the thing. When you're in a van, you're looking for shit to do a lot of times. So I'll probably keep the, I'm definitely going to keep the Brandon Bishop podcast alive and we'll do a show once a week. I don't know what day, whenever, And I'm going to do the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast again. Why wouldn't I? I've gotten a lot of requests to redo that. And I've been kind of fighting it because for professional reasons, I work with a lot of popular, very popular pro wrestlers that are on television and blurting my opinions about a lot of their coworkers and friends and all that stuff. And I do it differently. I don't really do a negative wrestling podcast. I just kind of talk about my own you know, experiences and what I would do and just things like that. And if you want to listen to it, listen to it. We never, I never got the numbers, like the listener numbers on that podcast as I do on this one, apparently. I think we had like five or 600 people, which is great. I, I, I just want to do it for fun. That's basically it. We can interview a lot of these people I know and uh, have a good time with it. But I, um, I might do a van life podcast. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And of course, I'm doing the Asai TV Life uh, YouTube show, which sometimes gets hundreds of views and sometimes gets 12. You know, it's like there's no rhyme or reason to that. YouTube is confusing. This month, I think I made $224 from YouTube, which I still have yet to see in my bank account. But um, I always forget how that works because some months I don't get paid at all. And other months I'll make a thousand. And other months I'll make a hundred. And like I said, 224 for this month. So, uh, I'd appreciate it if you'd go there, subscribe, watch the episodes. My whole life is basically right there. If you're interested, you don't have to be. It's more of a documentary of my special time that I'm having uh, this this period of my life. It's, it's a scrapbook for me and my family and my friends. So it's not really for onlookers, but it's out there. And I don't mind those extra couple hundred bucks a month, especially when I'm on the road. That's a couple tanks of gas. Thank you. Anyway, I want to wrap it up. Um, 
I'm forgetting probably a thousand things to talk about right now. Um, I, I didn't have a script. I didn't even take any notes for this. Really, I, I kept getting that question about, oops, <laughs> um, being single in my 40s. And I was like, okay, guys, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. Is it a red flag just to be single in your 40s? No, that's stupid. The whole term red flag is stupid. That's very subjective. And what could be a red flag to somebody is not for somebody else. So I, I enjoy being single in my 40s. I enjoy who I am. I need to lose about 35, 40 pounds, which I will on the road. My whole lifestyle changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. I'm, I'm going to wait. Okay, here's a day in the life before I go. You wake up in your comfortable bed in the van. Hopefully, you got some sleep last night. Nobody knocked on the door, told you to move. Nobody, you know, being annoying. Nobody, no traffic keeping you awake. No whatever. A perfect scenario, you're parked someplace dark where you can plug in if you need it, and which I don't, but it's always nice to charge everything up. A light rain tapping on the ceiling, it just puts me to sleep. I've never slept better than I do when I sleep in the van. Um, You wake up, you open the side door, you take the shades out the windows, you brush your teeth, stretch a little bit. And then you go about your day, you drive around, you drive to Planet Fitness, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you shave. And I'm going to be working out every single freaking day, doing something, not heavy weights every day. That's like three times a week or something. And I've done a lot of research. I'm trying to follow the research now. And then, you know, my diet plan, oatmeal in the morning, small salad in the afternoon, chunk of meat or just a regular meal, not too big at night. It's simple. I just got to follow it. And you adventure. I'm going to try to get in 10,000 steps every single day. It's only five miles of walking. That's very doable when you're exploring cities and you're, you know, living that kind of a, the lifestyle of an explorer, you know, the, and then you get back in the, the van, you put the Starlink on the freaking roof, you hook up the computer and we're, you know, we, we work all night and then we go to bed and we wake up in the next morning in a different town and do it all over again. Eventually I will be saving up to get a laptop so I don't have to drag my computer everywhere with me. I hate the fact that I have to do that. But right now the laptop that I want is $5,500 and Brandon is just not going to spend that right now. I'd rather have that for an emergency fund. I'd rather have that for tires going flat and engines blowing and, you know, all that crap. So anyway, um, you know, that's, that's a down the road thing as well. I'm just excited, and I hope you're excited for me, and you clicked on something called, why is my microphone making noises now? I'm trying to wrap this up. Anyway, you're the one that clicked play on the Brandon Bishop podcast, and wherever you're at in the world, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for tuning in again. I promise I'll be uh, doing this weekly from here on out, Um, even more so (laughs) once we uh, hit the road, man. May 1st is when it all happens. May freaking first. Go live your lives, people. Have a great day. Bye.